With at least one more interest rate rise anticipated this year, the boss of the nation's biggest bank says around two-thirds of Australians are now feeling some level of financial pain. Commonwealth Bank Chief Executive Matt Common warns we're only just starting to see the household impact from 12 Reserve Bank rate hikes, and the next six months could get even harder for some struggling families. For more, I spoke a short time ago with our senior business correspondent, Peter Ryan. Peter, good afternoon. How much more anxiety does Matt Common think that households can withstand? Well, Sally, Matt Common's been in front of the House Economics Committee. That's now a scheduled grilling of bank CEOs. Goes back to before the Financial Services Royal Commission. Of course, the backdrop here is rising interest rates, 12 from the Reserve Bank since May last year. Banks, of course, passing on the higher cost of money without too much delay. Now, major banks, including the CBA, which is Australia's biggest home lender, are now seeing signs of mortgage stress in some spots and They're helping customers worried about making repayments. Mr Common says a lot of younger people who bought their first home during the pandemic at very low rates, people who don't have big buffers from early repayments, are now cutting their spending by around 30% year on year. Mr Common says 3.6 unemployment could hit 4% by the end of the year. And that's a lot of risk, especially for families relying on two incomes. Even so, he says the labour market it remains resilient. Mr Common is suffering from COVID, hence the croaky voice, and he appeared remotely. And he said that even established households with strong financial buffers are hurting. He says CBA research shows two-thirds of Australians are feeling pain, whether that's from higher repayments or the higher cost of living. There's no question that, that many households are feeling that very directly, and even those that are meeting or even perhaps comfortably meeting their repayments on their home loan, they're definitely experiencing a change in circumstances. I mean, it's that combination of the increase in the cash rate as well as the increases in rents would be feeling that pressure across the board or across sort of two-thirds of the population, I think, to varying degrees. And, of course, with each subsequent cash rate increase, there is no escaping the pressure that households are under today. That's the Commonwealth Bank Chief Executive, Matt Common, there. And, Peter, speaking of interest rates, when is the Treasurer expected to announce uh, who will be the next Governor of the Reserve Bank? Well, Sally, a decision is looking imminent, maybe as early as tomorrow before Philip Lowe and Treasurer Jim Chalmers go to the G20 summit on Sunday. That's in India. It might be when they get back, but either way, they'll probably be sitting close to each other at the pointy end of the plane, so that might be a little bit awkward. Jim Chalmers first needs to take his recommendation to Cabinet. Some of the names floating around as replacements, potentially Treasury Secretary Stephen Kennedy, Finance Department Secretary Jenny Wilkinson, both highly regarded, but how keen would they be to take on a job in unusual circumstances of an independent RBA governor potentially being axed and would their appointment be tarnished as being too political given that if Philip Lowe goes, it's at a time he's been doing his job raising interest rates to tame inflation and is highly unpopular. The opposition leader, Peter Dutton, doesn't think a departmental mandarin should take over if Philip Lowe ends up getting the the chop. Uh, we can't have somebody who has been appointed by uh, the Labor Party or indeed by uh, the coalition to a, a senior position within government. Uh, it needs to be somebody who is independent, who has the best interests of the Australian public in mind. 
That's the opposition leader, Peter Dutton, there. And, Peter Ryan, what's the likelihood of Philip Lowe surviving in the job? Well, that would be a very big surprise, but there is a chance, just a chance, that Philip Lowe might get a shorter second term, six months, a year, maybe 18 months, to handle the transition. Seems unlikely, but it could be a sensible path for stability uh, to get the right person into the job. But it does feel as though Mr Lowe won't be around this time next year where interest rates are probably being cut. He won't be in a position to be judged for that and he won't be able to take any credit for getting inflation down. That's our senior business correspondent, Peter Ryan.